It's Sunday, April 24th, and this is Brian with The Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken and Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin are due to visit Ukraine today, Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky said, in what would be the highest level visit by U.S. officials to Ukraine since the start of the war. Mr. Zelensky, speaking to reporters in a subway station in Kyiv on Saturday, said he would discuss military assistance with the U.S. officials. The Defense Department and State Department declined to comment on Mr. Zelensky's remarks. We will talk about the list of weapons we need and the pace of their supply, the Ukrainian president said, adding that he was grateful for recent increases in military shipments. Mr. Zelensky has pressured Western countries for more weapons and support, and the U.S. and allies have raced to supply Ukraine with NATO-standard heavy weaponry as its outgunned troops seek to repel Russian forces. Around the world, searchers were looking early Sunday for a tourist boat that disappeared in rough seas in a remote part of northern Japan with 26 people aboard. Japan's military said it sent search aircraft to the Shirtoko Peninsula, a rugged area at the northern tip of Japan's northern island of Hokkaido, as hopes dimmed that any survivors could be found in the icy waters. A transport ministry official said the boat initially asked for rescue at 1.13 p.m. Saturday. Around 2 p.m., someone on the boat reported to the boat operator that it was tilting at a 30-degree angle. Earlier reports said the latter call happened around 3 p.m. After those calls, contact was lost. Ships and planes that arrived in the area hours later couldn't find any sight of the boat or its passengers. Back in the U.S., a man suspected of wounding four people in a shooting in Washington, D.C. on Friday was found dead in an apartment along with multiple guns and a sniper-style setup, authorities said. The suspect is believed to have fatally shot himself as officers conducting door-to-door searches in northwest Washington neared his apartment, Metropolitan Police Department Chief Robert Conti said. Police believe the suspected shooter used a tripod and a rifle found in the fifth-floor apartment to fire on people below. Six firearms were found inside the suspect's apartment, including handguns and several long guns, along with multiple rounds of ammunition, the chief said. It was very much a sniper-style setup with a tripod, Chief Conti said. Obviously, his intent was to kill and hurt members of our community. In other news... Former Republican Senator Orrin Hatch, who played a pivotal role in major tax, civil rights, and health care legislation over more than four decades at the age of 88. Mr. Hatch represented Utah in the Senate from 1977 to 2019. He was the country's longest tenured Republican senator. According to his foundation, he spent 32 of his 42 years in Congress as either the chairman or the top Republican on a committee. Mr. Hatch announced his retirement in 2018, soon after shepherding through Congress a $1.5 trillion tax cut that then-President Donald Trump signed into law. Mr. Hatch had worked on bipartisan basis with the late Senator Ted Kennedy, a Democrat, to co-write the Children's Health Insurance Program, or CHIP, which expanded health coverage for poor children. He worked with senators of both parties to pass the Americans with Disabilities Act which he later called a top achievement of his career. And Detroit Tigers star Miguel Cabrera delivered the 3,000th hit of his decorated career yesterday, becoming the 33rd major leaguer to reach the mark and the first player from Venezuela to accomplish the feat. Still an imposing presence at age 39, 
Cabrera made history by grounding an opposite field single to right through the shift in the first inning of Detroit's game against Colorado. Cabrera immediately raised his right arm as he headed toward first base. The crowd of 37,566 at Comercia Park gave him a rousing ovation and chanted, Miggy, Miggy, while fireworks were shot off from behind the center field fence. The milestone hit came on a one-and-one pitch from Antonio Senzatella, a fellow Venezuelan, in the first game of a day-night doubleheader. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. These headlines were brought to you today by Podmeo. Start your podcast easily at podmeo.com, the world's number one podcast hosting. Subscribe to this daily morning brief on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.